So yes, the Rashba says, Nino the Farish, Hochi Kamar. Since we derive from the word Shema in every language that you comprehend, therefore automatically we derive from here, he must make it audible to his ear. What's the Mamela? Why is it obvious? Why is it a natural derivation implicit in the first drasha? If that wouldn't be the case, why would I need the verse to permit every possible language that he could comprehend? It would be obvious that that's the case. If you don't have to make it audible, even with just thoughts of the heart, a person would fulfill their obligation. So the Ramam, I'm sorry, the, the Rashba drives on the point by really telling us how thoughts work in, in his worldview. He says, People don't think in language. So if you, if you could be Yosei Krishma, now yes, you could think the word Hamotzi, right? You can think about it. But he's saying that that is a superimposition of a concept or a pictorial understanding of something. The mind works very quickly and you can develop a linguistic thought. But he says that's not native. Native thought, says the Rashba, is not linguistic. And therefore he says it's mamela. It says shema. It must mean, make it audible. If, if it wouldn't be the case, then you could fulfill the obligation by thinking the Shema. By thinking the Shema, that's not the realm of language anymore. Thinking is not linguistic. That's the Rashba's contention. And automatically, there's no requisite no kapeda, whether it be Lashon Kodesh or other Lashonos. Certainly from the fact that the Torah says Shema, the whole Lashon Shata Shema, in any language, it automatically flows from that revelation that you need to make it audible. If you didn't need to make it audible, if, if the Torah has to go out of its way to tell you whatever language you understand, Rashba says that's not the realm of thought. It must mean it has to be audible. It wouldn't need to tell you that if you could just think it. Because that's pre-linguistic, if you will. It's, it's, it's conceptual, pictorial, whatever you want to say. Not linguistic. Okay, what does Rabbi Yehuda say? Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He says, Rehuda says, perhaps, according to the Rashba, and he suggests this as a possibility, it's not, a, not explicit what the uh, opposition to this train of thought is, but Rehuda who disagrees, Rashba suggests means that there's, there's another stage. It's not binary, either thought 
or speech. He says there's another possibility of enunciating without making it audible. He actually did speak, but not loud enough for him to hear it. And that's not thought. So Sarabuta so squeezes out another possibility. And therefore, according to Behudo, you can't squeeze two limudim. There's no mamela. He says it needs to tell you in any language that you understand. So he's saying you can mouth the words. Um, there has to be some sort of sound coming out, even if it's just very quiet, right? So that is what Shulchan Aruch says. There has to be some sort of sound. Rabbeinu Yonah says that explicitly in his sack. The Ramam disagrees. Rambam disagrees? Yes. Yes, the Ramam disagrees. Okay. And presumably, the Rashba would also disagree because the Halacha says that we, that that's where we're up to, getting to the Halacha. <laughs> halacha, back to Tezvav Mabez. Halacha, uh, here. Halacha Krabi Yehuda. I'm Rav Yosef. Um, Rav Yosef says, Machlokas b'Kriyashma. They debate about Kriyashma specifically. Avabashar mitzvahs, divrakol lo yotza. For other mitzvahs, everybody agrees you have not discharged your obligation. Dersiv, haskes u'shema Yisrael. Focus, pay attention. Uh, has an application of break, break it down. And, um, and listen or accept, understand, Meisve. Gemara says this is not a reasonable conclusion. A person can't bench in his heart, but if he did, he's yotze the mitzvah of benching. He's he's done in That's fine. What does it mean to think with your heart? Meaning not to make it audible. Instead of saying Baruch Atah Hashem, right? Instead of saying Hazon Es Olam, he just thinks. That the one who sustains the world is thinking in his in his mind. This expression of of hoda. What? Would that be in his brain, not his heart? Uh, we're saying where is the process taking place? Why does it say in the heart? It's a, it, it's the the way that Tara speaks very often. Tara speaks in that way. This person who speaks to his heart is, is an internal monologue. <laughs> not, doesn't doesn't need to be. Some of us do monologues pretty well. <laughs> so it's not. It doesn't. Uh, and that's the way the terror. Uh, in English, also, a person could say that they're feeling uh, with their heart. That's not. Uh, they're not talking about. Uh, uh, nerve sensations <laughs> with a pulsation of, uh, of the blood. It's not what they're referring to. Probably more like a solar plexus uh, emotion <laughs> associated. <laughs> but in any event, the, the Gemara says you can't say that by uh, other mitzvahs that, um, that everyone agrees that it must be audible because we have this bride that says by benching a person could do the benching belibo and be yosef therefore we revamp 
and and say that this is the way it, meant, it was meant to be said. I thought you're not supposed to memorize a lot of this stuff. You're not supposed to, some of the stuff you're not supposed to memorize, even though you do it often enough. You can do the Vyahav to by heart, you know, you've done it often enough, but you're not supposed to memorize this stuff, right? Which stuff? As in Vyahavta or benching, you're allowed to memorize all the benching? Sure, definitely you're allowed to, to memorize. Uh, certainly it's, the Rambam includes tefillah, which benching is a chalik of tefillah, as Tarsh Balpeh. So certainly that would be uh, uh, Balpeh. Um, that makes sense. Committed to memory. Wow, so it made sense there. I was working that down. Where's my tefillah? So rather the Gemara revamps Ella e itmar hachid. Rather if it was said, this is what was said. Amar of Yosef, Machlokas bekrishma. Where's the debate? Just in Krishma, the recitation of this parsha, the written parsha of Krishma, Tersiv Shema Yisrael. There, the verse says, "Hear, O Israel, or accept, understand." There's the debate whether it needs to be audible or not. But other mitzvahs, for sure, one discharges their obligation. Even with Hirhur Halev, even with just thinking it, that's the, the way the Rambam Paskins, Shulchan Aruch, at least three times, maybe there are more places, but certainly three times, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, as long as you said it. <laughs> he, 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 he goes to the Rabbeinu Yonah, uh, perhaps Rashi, perhaps says Peshat and Rashi. Uh, what does Rashi say? Uh, Shamisus. Shamisus, we mentioned benching as uh, one example, but when it says Shamisus, the discussion of whether it needs to be audible or or not, it means the whole of brachas, every bracha. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see what the, uh, the conclusion of the Gemara. The Gemara says, okay, so we've... we've Limited the debate to Shema, but everything else can be done without making it audible. So that's based on the word Shema Yisrael, the drasha that needs to be potentially debate whether it needs to be audible or not. There's another verse that also says Shema. So the Gemara says that's talking about That's talking about Rashi, Kamrinam Bepek Haroe, said, Kids to Atzmachim al Debetara. Break yourselves down over the words of Sarah. So it, it's, uh, that Shema is not, uh, not going to be reflective of a need to, uh, to hear. And we're retaining this interpretation that specifically Bashma is the debate in our Mishnah, but everywhere else needs to be, uh, will be adequate without being Mashmela Ozno. When you're learning, you, I've heard that you do have to be speaking like Mara out loud, too, right? So that's helpful. Certainly, Lachachilo. Question is, what's is it ma'akif? Meaning they agree lechachila to enunciate it audible. Question is, what's the minimum threshold? Like by, by Talmud Torah, 
by Talmud Torah. It says, "Vihigisa, uh, right?" And you shall uh, concentrate, focus on the Torah. Does not need to be made audible. Like that's the the Vilna Gaon's contention. By Shabbos, this. Let's see what he says. By Birchas Torah, is one allowed to learn Torah before making Birchas Torah? Oh. Sitter, so, what was that? Every sitter I've had said no. <laughs> really? Okay. All right. So let's take a look. Dini Birchas Torah. Let's see. Shulchan Aruch says, "Hamahar her b'divay Torah." Aleph Tzadi. What does that mean? Aleph Tzadi. Ein Sarech. Ein Sarech Levarech. Whoa. Am I hard to divide? Ein Sarech Levarech. So every sitter except Beit Yosef's sitter. Am I hard to divide? Ein Sarech Levarech says Shulchan Aruch. But maybe you had a, a, a sitter from the Vilna Gaon. Vilna Gaon is not a happy camper. He says. Michael Rosenberg has a bill to go on the Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's he, says, cool. he says, He says, You're making a bracha on the mitzvah. Let's not forget what this bracha is. Bracha Zetzar is a bracha on the mitzvah. That's right. What? You think you're not Yosef yeah. mitzvah? Bechileka mitzvah behirur. It's not a mitzvah. 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 You fulfill the obligation of Talmud Torah without enunciating it. So how could you do the mitzvah without a bracha? To bear the mitzvah, the grass says, no way. You must make a bracha before thinking to bear Torah. Hmm. Rotsalam he Higisa means balev. Kvashikos v'heg yon libi. So light bulb just went on, huh? So, so the only one disagrees. But the Shulchan Aruch is, is taking the stance across the board. He doesn't go for thought too much. He says, when we talk about thought, being Yotze, he says, it just means not audible. It's still enunciated. A few times in Shulchan Aruch, when he says you can be Yotze, not like by Krishna, as long as you enunciated it, even if you didn't make it audible. According to the Rambam, how could you make it audible? No. You enunciate and not make it audible? How can that be? He said it you so have to soft. enunciate. He said it so softly that he couldn't hear it. He couldn't hear it himself? That's right. That's right. I don't think my voice has ever been that soft. <laughs> so that's... His is. <laughs> so that's... Your voice is soft. That's this uh, this debate. And Shulamach's past getting like Rabbi Yona is, is uh, explicit to that effect. Beis Yosef talks about it over here. In Simon Kuf Pehe. Rabbi Yosef is uh, Rabbi Yosef Cairo. Oh, okay. Kesef Mishnah. Surprisingly, he, he's in his commentary in Kesef Mishnah. I was kind of surprised at how begrudging he was to the Rambam's. Uh, <laughs> really? I mean, he, he acknowledges that's what the Rambam says, but I'm surprised he he does so with such hesitation. In Hilton's Brokhas, Eric Aleph, Halacha Zion, the Raman says very clearly, All the Brokhas must be audible. Listen, hear what you're saying. 
didn't hear, you have this charter obligation. Bain shalotzi misfalsov, bain shabira belibo. Whether it came out of his mouth or he blessed in his heart. You have to fulfill your obligation. All brahmas. That's what the random says. Kes Mishnah. Bain shabira belave. A slightly different girsa. Mashma. It sounds like even if he didn't get the words out of his mouth, he's discharged his obligation. That's right. Sounds like that. That's what the man said. <laughs> sounds like that. I guess that's not explicitly what he said. Kind of surprised. Sounds like. Sounds. Like. <laughs> so, in any event, he does. He does concede that that's Shita's Ramam and Beis Yosef. He's quoting our Gemara. What does it mean, Belibo? That he did not make it audible to his ears. So, does that mean that he didn't say it? It's a little bit unclear, but here the Beis Yosef goes on a little bit of a limit. Says near Midvarav Shetzarah Sheyotz that he must get it out of his lips, just that he didn't he didn't hear it, but not like the Rambam that says even if it was just in his heart. The Rabbeinu Yona is is explicit. B'chem pishu Rabbeinu Yona hodam in a belibo lo b'machshava bilvad kama. The libo does not mean belibo. Rabbi says, <laughs> Not like the Rambam. He says, We paskin, says Rabbi thought it's not like speech. So that's how Shulchan Aruch paskins, and as does the Torah. Like Rabbi perhaps like Rashi, against the Rambam, against the Vilna Gaon. That's uh, this big debate. How how do we how do we paskin when we say belibo? <laughs> what does that mean? Fascinating. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, it's it's and perhaps that's really what the Rashi is making into this machlokas hanoim. Right. He introduces that as a possibility in what Rabbi Huda means. Uh, this mezzanine level that he is Motsi is false as he enunciated but he didn't hear it I like that mezzanine level that's pretty good and, and the the psak is lakula the psak of the Gemara says we pass in lakula not lakachila but we pass in lakula so has the Gemara firais its conclusion it says <coughs> Yeah. If he if he did read the Pshma and did not say the the letters correctly didn't uh, enunciate properly. Amar Rabbi Tavi 
Amr Rabbi Oshia, Yosha, Halacha Kedibishneim Lahakel. The Halacha is in accord with both of them for leniency. So we had this debate in the Mishnah, and the Psak is Lahakel. Correct? Going back to the Mishnah, somebody did Kriyashma but did not make it audible. The Tanakhama says Yotza. Uh, Rabbi Yossi says Lo Yotza. So we're, we're going Lahakel, Yotza. There, Yossi says, when it has Fifzo's application, if he didn't enunciate, and we pass him like that as well. Pass him like that. Lohakel. Rabbi Huda, they're stringent, says Lo Yatsa. So even if you say that uh, you should make God a nose and you should. Uh, <laughs> you said Lamantiskiro. <laughs> It's not the right thing, but Baruch Hashem, if you're trying to slur a little bit, Alavavcha instead of, you know, into one word, Alavavcha. It's. And maybe that's because uh, even if you're enunciating it, even if it's coming out of your mouth incorrectly in your heart, you certainly have the concept of to love God. You're not thinking to make God a nose. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> right. There's always one in the crowd. <laughs> right. It's not a nose. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that would uh, seem to, to lead us to the conclusion that the Rashba would agree so Paskening Lahakel that uh, thought means thought. Not like uh, with the Rambam, uh, with the Gra, not with Rabbeinu Yonah and the way the Basios understands Rashi. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, interesting. Kedivishnei Lahakel. The Amar, Rabbi Tavi, Amar Rabbi Yosha, my dechsiv, what is uh, the implication of the verse in Mishlei? It says, La lukosh tevonos hav hav sholoshena lo tizbano arba lo omrohom. Sha'ol the otzer rocham eretz lo sava maim. Okay, so there are three that are not satisfied. A fourth does not say there's wealth. Uh, there's more than enough. Uh, so what what is the implication of this verse? Uh, I think Matsudas over there says uh, the grave they say death and taxes, right? So similar to that, the grave uh, is not satisfied. That's uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's always room for one more. The Otsaracham, and interesting, he understands that being held back from the womb, meaning barren, a woman who's barren, nothing can uh, substitute for having children. Uh, and the land is not sated with the water. And a fire that consumes is never said, so to speak, it has enough. It always needs more fuel. So it always needs to grow. Okay, so, so what is the drosha over here? So sholosh, 
Hena lo sizbano. Shal ve'otzer racham. Chima inyan shal etzel racham. What is the matter of the grave in relation to the womb? Rather, this is a derivation, an implied connection that creates a similarity. That we understand the juxtaposition teaching, both are revolving door operations. And there's, there's neither one's ever satiated. Well, there's in and out. So yeah. this is the, the derivation the for Tchiesa Mason, one of the many derivations for Tchiesa Mason. In the grave, Tchiesa Mason, and sperm in baby up. Correct. And the earth is never satiated with water, even though three quarters of it's covered with water. <laughs> more and more. There's going to be tremendous uh, earth-shattering, loud uh, resurrection of the dead. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be loud. Kolei kolos. Mazel tov, baby's born. So Mazel tov, you're back. Mazel tov, you know. <coughs> right? Mazel tov, you're it's back. Amazing. You again. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I knew you. You still owe me ten bucks. Right. <laughs> From here is an answer to those that say that the Torah does not apply to Chesam Another teaching from... Rabbi Tavi. Tani Rabbi Osha Kamei de Rava. Rosha taught before Rava. Chsavta. Hakol Bixav. Afilu Tzavos. Says, and you shall write them in the parish of Kriyashma. Shtiksiva Tamo Shlemo. Should be a complete writing. Afilu Tzavos, even the command to write. When you're writing tefillin you don't just write the, uh, the 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 verse uh, or parts of verse that that discuss the mitzvah. You, you also include in the writing the command. Hmm. Said him, where did you get this from? Rabbi Yehuda, this is from Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar Gabi Sota, concerning Sota, which also is a parasha that's written down and then uh, erased, given to the Sota to drink to verify her status. Olos Kosev, Kosev, he does write the curses, but Tzavos ain't a Kosev. The the command is not written. So even though this is. Uh, Part of the parasha, but not the command is not written to be erased. Just the the, the curses are written and erased. There, the verse says, and you shall write down these curses. Here it says, and you shall write implies a broader writing, not limited to the mitzvah, but also the command to write the mitzvah. Is the reason of Rabbi Yehuda because it's written ve'kasav? Tan medar Yehuda mishum bechsiv olos. The reason of Rabbi Yehuda is because by Sota it says the curses olos in tzavos lo. It's a limiting uh, command to write for the parsha of Sota. It says the curses, implying not the command. 
It's necessary, I would have thought, to derive ksiva, ksiva, uh, from one to the other, and say, mahasam olos, in tzvoslo, just like by sota, the Torah tells you, the writing means just the curses, not the command to write it. Afhacha, even by writing down for tefillin, or mezuzah, namitzvos, um, Low, that I would also think to exclude the command, just like by Sota, which we have this template that's explicit. Therefore, the verse comes to exclude making that Vinyan uh, Av type understanding. It says, and you shall write, you shall write it fully, including the, the command, not just the, the mitzvah. That's the. I'm passing as well. Tani Rabavadio. So Ravadia said before Rava, <coughs> and you shall teach them that your your uh, your teaching should be um, whole. There should be a, a break between between the the words that are naturally inclined to slur. Rashi says, Tables freedom if you don't deliberately separate them, when one letter at the end of a word is the same letter as the beginning of the next word, he can slur them and make it sound as though there's only one letter there. In Eno Misasek, unless he deliberately, conscientiously uh, intends to lead in Revach Beinea, to make a break between them, which is what he's supposed to do. Shitinrel Bein Hadvekim. Ani Rava Basre Kigon, he gives examples. Al Levavcha, Al Levavcha, Bechol Levavcha, Bechol Levavcha, Esev Misalcha. Right, the base, the base. Vavad tem with a mem, mehero. Here, this one's a little bit interesting. Haknaf and pesil, the fe and the pe, are also considered so similar. I don't know which word, which letter it sound like. We're talking about it. It's sounding like a merging pe fe. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. What? Maybe some people are particular to differentiate between pe and fe. Maybe it's kanaf fetil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure which way, but apparently the fe and pe are close enough that it's a risk that that they would be merged into one. Eschem meorts mem again. If somebody does it the way they're supposed to, Oh, there's hope for me. Crank down the heat a little bit. Either that, that snow cone fact. Snow so, cone machine is going to be so popular down there. So, Shanema, a verse to, to prove this. Before is Shaddai Molochim, Bo Tashleg Bet Salmon. Okay, verse in Tehillim. A cool Salmon is. Uh, the Gemara Darshans, Altikri, Bifaris, Ella, Bifarish, by, by uh, separating, separating the words. And Altikri, Salmon, El Salmoves, in Gehenna. 
<laughs> so if you separate the words, you will have pulled off Gehenna. Um, that would yeah, be helpful. Yeah, sounds like a great plan. That would be helpful. Yeah, that's, uh, what, what, what is it talking about over here? It's Gehenna. Who's got a Gehenna over here? Guy saying Krishna, right? <laughs> I have to pass. That'll probably get me at least a little bit of time down there. So the, uh, there's a story they say about the Baal Shem Tov that he was contemplating whether to follow the leniency of the Bach, the question of Chodosh. When you have yourself a beard, you have to go and check, make sure that it's not from the new crop, the biblical prohibition. Mm-hmm. So... The Bach has a leniency, and the Ramah Paskins that way. And Chutzla Aretz, he has points. Mildly controversial. So, Baal Shem Tov was thinking about this issue, and he had a dream. He saw that they were cooling off Gehenim. So he asked them, what's going on? They said, the Bach is going to die in 40 days. And even a tzaddik passes by Gehenim, we want it to be comfortable for him. So, 40 days in advance, we're cooling it off. <laughs> Crank it down. That's pretty cool. The back. So, the Balshem Tov said, it's good enough for the back, it's good enough for me. Cheers. <laughs> so, so, that's that uh, could be the idea over here that Mitzana and Logahenim, Yenim's cooled off for him in that context. That Slach says a different idea. That Slach says, Sometimes a tzaddik has to go to Ganem to get his buddies out. There you go. Okay. So, so therefore, he needs to have Ganem cooled off because it's not pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, stop by and pick me up, okay? That's what the slag says. That uh, you have a gemara to that effect. Avramvin is busy pulling out people that uh, he can de- can tell have milot. There's our shemines briskodesh that pull them out of Ganem. So you have different memorials out that effect. He says, so th- that's where you need somebody who's a sense of who needs Gehenna time. But somebody who's saying, Krishna, Gehenna. No, when he's getting his friends out. <laughs> that's uh, a reason to need them to cool off Gehenna. Sometimes to go into the fire, you save your, your friends, you tell me, then whatever is necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. First, let me say that the Ruby Nachman pulls the not by their pain. There you go. Okay. <laughs> he must have been very careful about Krishna, right? <laughs> By their pants. Ooh, that's better to leave a mark. It's probably more comfortable than staying. <laughs> it's a little wick probably burns on the top of their little Nachmanyami. I used to use one of those for my CPAP. It was kind of cool. So, page. Tenzayim? Where is it? The laws of Kriyashma is brought to Halacha. So, Shokhan of Paskins, like we would expect. Azalpisha mitzvah didactic bos yaseha, kara velodictic ben yotza. Misashim lahaka. When it is, it's a mitzvah to be medactic, to be meticulous, to say the letters appropriately, break the words apart, take a break. What? Is it separate from, from No, it's, it's, the, it's the how to do Krishma Kritikuno, but it's not Makit. Somebody did it without Diktuk, without differentiating, slurring, Yotza. That's enough. Says that Terence is a canon in the sign of Shalanok. 
Michal Malcolm, he's learned my old didactic band. Don't treat this lightly. You should be very careful to do so. V'hamidactic band, schorov, shemitzanalos gehenim. It says, hey, cool off gehenim. Shehu midah keneged midah. This is measure for measure. He's learning that this is for the guy himself. In case he has some outstanding uh, score to settle. So still, this is going to help him out. Why? Shehu midah keneged midah. He's being conscientious. He has to calm himself down, cool his, his horses. He's got to slow down to make the breaks between the, the words. So that takes uh, self-mastery, and he has to uh, hold back his natural heat. So as a reward, another heat is cooled off for him. He cooled oh. off his heat. Just instead of rushing, saying, oh. So you cool your jets and the jets down there. So then he, he gets much. it cooled for Got him. It. That's All the right. Mida Kanegad Mida? Hmm. Okay, it works for me. So Terza Kanan says, yeah, it's a great idea. Try, try and do it. <laughs> Don't try this at home, kids. So, yeah, the Alma, Rabbi Chamo, Rabbi Chanino. Why is there confluence of tents to brooks? Tersiv, as is written in my midbar, This is to teach you just as a, the, a brook can bring a person up from a state of impurity to purity. So to a tent, can bring a person up from the scale of, of uh, iniquity to the scale of merit. Rashi says, what are the tents we're referring to? But the Midrashas, as house of study. It's a planting. Interesting. That's the Pasuk says, uh, comparison, planting over here. What is it, Yudhei, Daniel? Yudhei, uh, mine says. I didn't look it up, but probably. Uh, yeah, interesting that, that uh, the Gemara Chagiga says Torah in general is like a planting that grows and it's, it's uh, has this transformative property that the Torah can take something uh, from a status of of uh, bringing a person to chov to liability switching it from one side of the scale to the other how are you going to do that's a great plan I want to take something that's on the scales of yeah where you might need some cooling off to to the other side to merit that is what is achieved by base metrage so the Gemara says what does Torah achieve for a person is tshuva umasim tovim Torah is vehicle of tshuva me'ava person can do true return to God when they know the will of God so it takes something that was a sin before and now they'll regret it 
and sincerely from love want to come back because they know the will of God now, it'll switch it to the other side. Now it's going to be a merit. Somebody does chuv me'ava, the Gemara says in Yuma, then donos are made into, the, 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 it'll be schuyas. Uh, um, His averes will turn to schuyas. If it's me'ira, it'll be shkagos. But if it's me'ahava, if it's if it's from fear, it's worried about the heat, then it's going to be downgraded. He did true at the end. He's, he's in a better place today. But still, it's downgraded. The level of sin is, is considered as though it's unintentional. But if you did it me'ahava from love, from the Torah, now it's going to be a schus. Me'kav chovo le'kav schus. Akira Mafreya Tosus has a different interpretation. He learns all in that tense. He's going on the summon, fragrance. Reapnikriachasode says by Yaakov both, right? Yoshva Olim and also this fragrance of Ganadin. Akira Mafreya Yosa, somebody read Krishma backwards. He's not fulfilled his obligation. Chulu. Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Havoka, Catherine Lay, Ganana. They were preparing the chuppah uh, for Belazar. While we're out here doing this, I guess they had some downtime. Let's hear what's going on in Beis Medrash. I see. If, so this is what the teaching was. They, they went to here. Somebody made a mistake, but they're not sure where they made a mistake. We're doing Krishna here, and they are lost. They, what, what, what's the protocol? Yasa LaRoche. Go back to the beginning of the parak, Your Honor, right? Right. The Bach changes the gear sort of. Be'emtsa parak, Yasa L'Tchilasa parak. Bain parak l'parak. So, if he's in the middle, go back to the beginning. It's between Prakim. He's not sure which one, so go back to the first parak. Vehavto. Bain ksiva leksiva yachso leksiva rishona. Not sure which uchsavtem, so then go back to the first one. Arma lei Rabbi Yochanan loshona el shelo pasach bilemaan. If somebody already said lemaan, then this is the teaching that was a chiddush to them. Lemaan yirbi mechem. He's already continued, so even though he was startled for a second, he's not sure where he is, but if he continued from the latter one, he's just going by rote. It's less than ideal, but he's following his rote, and that's adequate. You can assume, without needing to go back, that he did the right thing. He's just continuing from where he left off. If he would have not come... To hear anything other than this, it would have been enough for us. Apparently, they're very happy with that. Die, die, yeah, it, it happens sometimes. It's a great thing to know that it, it, you don't have to go back if you happen to not be paying perfect attention to where you were. Uh, that if you continue from there, you can you're, you're good to go. So that's uh, that was a, a great limud. Mishnah. The Ardens are allowed to do Kriyashma. Uh, at the top of the tree. Uh, Rashi says... You can do Shema, but you can't put on Tefillin. Um, but Tefillin. You can't do Shema Nesri. I'm talking about Tefillin. That would be kind of like 
yeah, you'd fall out of the tree. Right. Um, Roshan Inbach is uh, some type of uh, uh, platform, something like that also. Uh, Rashi says, Binyan Shalavonim, some structure of stones. That's specifically for Krishma, but not for Tefillah, not for Shemanesri. The groom is exempt from Krishma, first night of his wedding. Ad Motzeh Shabbos, Imlo Asa Until Motzeh Shabbos, doesn't say when he got married, a debate about that, if he did not consummate the marriage. Did get married. And he did do Krishma the night of his wedding. Hey, Rabbi, didn't you teach us that Chasan, the groom, is exempt from the mitzvah of Krishma? I'm not going to listen to you to negate for myself they're receiving the kingdom of heaven even for one moment. Krishma Shaharvis. Shaachas, meaning. Of course, anyway, he's going to be back in business tomorrow morning, the evening and the day, but not even for a moment. He says he's going to do Krishna. Uh, we're just going to get into how this fits. You know, hey, he, he did teach not that way, right? So, uh, Rashi explains, Oh, sorry, uh, earlier in Rashi. They're doing their work, Rosha Elon. At the top of the tree, Obrash Nidvach, Giz my Krishma, Karin, Lasham they get to it right away. Mashain Rosham Asas Pila, Krishma Banat Pila, Zitsalusa Rachmi, prayer is a teaching of mercy, Avoy Kavana. Unlike Krishma, which you only have to have Kavana for the first verse, pretty short, Tfila needs Kavana. So, you have to. Get the Rachmim, you have to have Kavana. Can't do that in the tree. Oh, I know you. Yeah. You feel like a trick or treater out there. So. Yeah, so the Rashi explains there's a concern. He can't have Kavana because he's afraid of falling. Yeah. Because he's afraid he's not able to have proper Kavana. So. For Krishma, it's okay. It doesn't need that much kavana. It's only a short one verse, but Shmanesri, you don't want him to start taking three steps back on you, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you shouldn't be going to work before you do Krishma anyway, right? Well, what if you... I had a job once... Uh, harvest is starting pre-dawn, yeah. When I worked happened. for a uh, crop duster, three o'clock in the morning, I left home. I'd be out in the field, and we had to be done before nine o'clock. Because it gets above a certain temperature and you can't put anything on the crop. So, yeah, that's out on an airport doing Krishma. Yeah. They could pray at the top of the olive tree or fig tree. But other trees, they've got to come down to pray. They can pray up in a fig tree? What was that? They can pray up in a fig tree? Correct. That's what this How do you get up in a fig tree? Those branches aren't that big. At least not for me. Uh, let's see. Rashi says, Because they have a lot of branches. It's not hard to stand there. It's not a concern of falling. 
It's not a din tree per se. It's a matter of is there a concern for falling? And these guys on these trees are not afraid of falling. That's what you said? It's like the iron workers. Because the, the, the structure of the tree lends itself to being able to stand there. It's like the old iron workers. These guys would get up there, they'd sit down at a girder and have lunch. They're like 40 stories up. Like, really? Not for me. So that's for the hired hand. But the, the person who he's working for himself, uh, he has to come down to that. If you change that to Mishavasov, it's not 100%. It's, it's okay for a guy who's working and is, he's punched in, so his time is paid for. Yes, he says, Krishna, yes, he's allowed to daven if he's in the top of the fig tree or the olive tree. But he doesn't have time to come down to daven. So do it there. Balabais is waiting. Balabais don't, he's, he's hired him. But for the guy who's self employed, get down, daven, uh, and go and, and harvest so later. If you're not, I mean, you can tie yourself to the tree with your payoffs and put on filling. That would, be, that would work. It doesn't matter whether it's a fig tree or not. Here to the spalo, go down to pray. He's not a hired hand. He doesn't have to work. Shuvashasatsmo is self-employed. So go and pray. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have an employer that has demands on your time that would be in conflict with its fila, should justify a reduction in your kavana by praying at the top of the tree if it's a, a fig tree so to the balabais you gotta go down and dive them properly are they trying to chop the tree down? what? are they trying to chop the tree down? no they're not they're all of them are picking figs or just getting up there and looking around Ramile Rav Meri Bereit Abarad Shmuel brought up Rav Meri the son of the daughter of Shmuel Rashi points out interesting uh, pedigree. He's called the son of Rochel. The daughter of Shmuel. Rochel, daughter of Shmuel. Haisa. She was captured. And her husband converted. But the son of Mary is called after his mother. Mary Barocha. He's not called by his father's name. Okay. So what does he say? He brings a question to Rava. Sounds like these workers are allowed to do the Krishma, uh, to do the, the, right, the Krishma, the top of the tree, or the top of this uh, stone structure. That kavana is not necessary. We're contrasting it with tefillah, which needs kavana. We are many. We have a kasha, a karishma. Says you do have to have kavana for karishma. What is the deal? Do you have to have kavana karishma or not? Shnei shma yisro. Alano, who Omer haskesu shma yisro. Later it says this verse we saw before, which we associate with the betera, to. Uh, focus or alternatively uh, to break yourself over it. Ma'alalon, Bahaskis, 
Afghan Bahaskis. Ishtik said that's a great question. Do you need to have Kavana for Shema or not? Amalei, Mini Shmelach, did you hear something about this? Baha? Amalei, Hauchi, Amr of Sheshis. This is what Rav Sheshis said. Wuhu, Shemtail Mamalachta, Vikarit. The dispensation for the workers is based on a concern of Bitomalacha. That's when they have the head to be cut at the top of the tree. Atani Basil Amrim, Brysa says the Basil taught, Oskim Mamalachta, Vikarit. If they're working, they could do Krishma. Lokasha. Habiparak Rishon, Habiparak Chain. The difference is between the first parak and the second parak. So he must have Kavana for Shema Yisrael. And subsequent, uh, Kriya does not need Kavana. It's a great idea, but it's not Ma'akib. Rashi. Implication if they're allowed to do Krishna at the top of the tree while they're working, so then they don't need Kavana. If they have to stop their Malacha in order to do the Kriya, so then that does require Kavana. We're showing about the Malacha, and they're allowed to stop that. Stop doing the work in order to have kavana. So then they need to have kavana. So the answer is depends on which part of Krishma. Krishon parshas shema by kavana. That does need kavana. Karnishma That's afterwards. But the second part after that, the Gemara resolves does not need kavana, even though it's advisable. It's not active. And if somebody is an uman and they're working and their their time is being paid for, then they would be allowed to continue working. Well, they were saying the second thing there again. Right. Tanu Rabona. Hapolin, hand. They can do the brachas of Krishna with Krishna. Ve'ochlin Piton. They eat their bread. And they can make blessings. Different kirsos here. But they don't have Chazar Sashat. These extra time constraints, uh, these are cut short. Vatanya, we have a Bryce that says, do an abridged version of Shmonasri. It's not a difficulty. It depends on which Tana. You're going to Rabbi Gamliel or Rabbi Yeshua? It's not the same person. Rabbi Yeshua, my Rabbi Paulim. If you want to say that it's going to Rabbi Yeshua, why did, are we restricting it to Paulim, to workers? I feel called Nami. Even anybody is eligible to say that a bridge version. Hello, it's all according to Rabbi Gamliel. Hello, Kasha. The difference between the, the, the cases of whether you're allowed to make the abridged version of Shemesh or not, he says, it depends on whether they are being paid in uh, Bitcoin or other uh, forms of payment, or are they getting paid by having a meal? If they're getting paid by having a meal, then they have to take the full break. Batanya, Polim, Shaya Osin, Malocha, Ethel the Oakland Piton. Bryce says that the workers that are working by 
a balabais, uh, an employer, do Krishna and pray, Shema and they eat their bread, and they don't make a bracha rishona, no hamotzi for them, but they do make a bracha afterwards of benching. Shtayim, two brachas. Ketzad, how do they do that? Bracha rishona kitikuna. First bracha is regular. Shnia, the second bracha is a sandwich. Poseach, the bracha sa'aretz, the second part of, the second blessing of benching, of bracha zamazam. And he, he includes in it Bnei Yishalayim. So he swallows up Bnei Yishalayim into the second bracha. And then he's done. When is that true? That's only true if they are paid money. If their payment is the meal. Or if the, the employer is going to eat with them. Then then they have to bench fully and do the full deal. If that's how they're being paid, is you guys work to get a meal, then they have to make the full brachas. Uh, or if the balabais is eating with them, the presumption is that he is taking time to eat with his, his employees. They uh, should do the full uh, the, the full benching. Rashi. That's gonna stop from work more than enough. You've gotta try and get back to work. So no chazaras hashet. In condense the eleven middle brachas into one. The way to do the abridged shmonesrei is the beginning and end of Shmon Esrei is the same, but the middle 11 blessings are condensed into one. That was the first suggestion. It says, coming up, do Shmon Esrei. Rabbi Shua is the one who says you could do the abridged version. So the Gemara rejects that and says Rabbi Shua does not differentiate, says anybody can do it. So we make a differentiation according to Rabbi Gamliel. They take uh, the reward for their labor. Besides the meal. Since they're getting paid besides the meal, they've got to go quickly. And therefore, they dab in an abridged Shmonesrin. But if they're being paid by a meal, just for food, then they have to dab in regular. It's not as a cash, normally that time is a cash, this is as, as support. The price is brought as a support that there is a differentiation between those who work for separate payment and those who work for their meal. The idea of not making hamotzi is because it's not a biblical requirement. So the rabbi said, hey, we're not going to require you make the bracha rishon of hamotzi when... You're on, it's not your own time. It's somebody else's time. We only required you the rabbinic requirement on somebody else's when it's on your time, not on somebody else's time. You don't have to watch either. Yeah. I forgot the trade you got hard. That's a good question. It's a good question. Um, what about what about uh, washing? It's not discussed here explicitly. Not discussed here explicitly. Um, 
What does the Rambam have to say about it? They don't make a bracha rishona, but they do make a bracha afterwards. This condensed two brachas. They should lo yivaklo malachas balabais in order to not detract from their their employer. So here the Ram doesn't say exactly how it works. He just says no bracha rishona, no hamotzi. That's what Ramadan says there. What about about Matilas Hidayim is the question. Where does he talk about Matilas Hidayim? You can use wood chips, rub a tree, couldn't you just like rub the tree and clean your hands and eat? Oh, uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll neck yet. I'll, I'll neck yet. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Ramadan says in Perik Vav, so he, he says, who needs to do Matil uh, Sadaim? Any bread that requires hamotzi. Now this bread does not require hamotzi. The Ramam is, is uh, cutting out the requirement of Matil Sadaim here by limiting it to bread which you make hamotzi on. Since these guys are exempt because their time is paid for, they owe the Balabayas their time, they're indentured. So, there's no mozi. The may law, but since it's time, since there's no mozi, there's no nitil sidaim. And no my machronim either, it sounds like. The soap, he says, tchil the soap. So, sounds like just get back to work. Absolutely. Watch your eyes. Have a tortilla. Have a tortilla. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, Ramam and Rafa's paragraph makes that uh, differentiation. Okay. Uh, this is a debate, by the way, in the Gears over here. The Gra says, We saw the Ramam says, No bracha rishona, no hamotzi. But that's controversial. The Rif and the Gaonim say, Like the Tosefta. So there's a big debate. Do these workers make hamotzi or not? A very big fight. The Ramam is clearly Gers. The Shulchan says, Nowadays, our employers tend to be a bit more forgiving and allow you to wash, make hamotzi. They're, they're not uh, as uh, pushy about demanding every second of time. Thank God so, for unions. Yeah, I guess that's, that's Shulchan Aruch Union. There you go. So, that's... Ein Babais Doche Kolkach. Okay. Where are we up to over here? Mommy. Yeah, Chosen Potomi Krishma. The groom is exempt from Krishma. Torah Bonnet, stop at sages. Vizhut Rabbi Secho. Prata Osik the Mitzvah. While you're sitting in your home, the exemption of Potomi Krishma, the exemption of somebody who's Osik Mitzvah, they are engaged in a separate command. Let Chavadera. While on the road, prat to exempt, to exempt a chasan. Unless he's been married before. Well, uh, why do you say that? Because it's, in, because 
It's not the pressure of first night virgin. You got a guy who's been married before, so he's obligated, isn't he? And schmuck. Where you see the test whether he's married before? Let's see the Gemara. Mikan Omru Hakonis as a basula potter. It's almona chad. The Gemara differentiates between whether she is a basula or an almona. She's an almona. If she's a widow, he's marrying a widow, then he's obligated. My. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter whether he was married or not, whether she was married or not. Amar Papa. Kiderch, Maderch, Roshos, Avhochanami Roshos. Milos, Kinnik, Ozil, Dvar, Mitzvah, Filahochi, Amrachmona, Likri. Kain, Lemo, Kro, Beleches, not Belechtecho. My Belechtecho, Shmamino, Beleches, Didoch, Hu de Machayeres. You're going for yourself, then you're obligated. But, oh, the mitzvah, this person is exempt if they're going for mitzvah. It's because of mitzvah. So what's the difference whether she is a besula or an almana? No, he's only considered tarid by besula, not by almana. If to tirda, he's, has a... Um, Mental uh, engagement that is hard for him to do. Focus on Krishna. Why doesn't it to be mitzvah altogether? Let it be that his his uh, ship is sinking. Well, exempted from Krishna also. Kind of like way heavy on your mind. Right. Amara says no. Too bad. Oh, we don't do the bedtime shema on the Titanic. Amar uh, Rab. And a mourner is is obligated in all the mitzvahs that are said in the Torah. Chutzman is filling. Filling is the exem- exemption, but but Kriyashma he has to do. No, once uh, the mace is in the ground, then he has to. Then he's, obligated again. he's not an avil until yeah, the mace is in the ground. Right. Correct. He's he's an onin before that point. He does have exemptions, but an avil is chayiv except for filling. Shneimer ben Peer it says it's a Peer. Peer chobash alecho, but. Uh, other than Tefillin, the Avil is uh, held responsible for the mitzvahs. So the Gemara answers, Ahasim tirda rishos, hacha tirda mitzvah. By tirda of uh, the Sfina, is his ship sinking? So it's rishos. He's consumed with this concern over his, his ship sinking, but he's got to focus, try and concentrate to do Kriyashma, because it's tirda of rishos. But by and therefore he is exempt from Krishna. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Right, Mishnah. Rochets Laila Harisha Shemesa Ishta. A person should uh, t- uh, can take a bath first night after his wife's death. Amal Tamidov. One second, hold on. Rashi says, She was buried during the day. Even though a mourner is prohibited to walk, to bathe, he did bathe. As the Gemara explains, that uh, he was a sensitive person and he couldn't bear it to be less than beckled clean. He needed to take a bath. The student said to him, didn't you teach us that a mourner is not allowed to be? I'm not like others. I'm more sensitive. 
when his his uh, slave died. Tavi was a very important person to. Yeah, we, we just had teachings from him, Rebbe. Yeah, he was like sounds like he was free. He was called Rebbe Tavi. Yeah, yeah. So he left He did accept uh, condolences. The student said, "Hey, Rebbe, didn't you teach us that you don't accept uh, condolences as a mourner, so to speak, for slaves?" I'm like, "And yes, that's true." Uh, oh, I'm sorry. My uh, servant Tavi was not like other slaves. He was kosh koshai. Uh, he, he was a he was a good guy, so therefore, except Tanchumen. Chasan, what? So this guy is different. This Canaanite slave was a special Canaanite slave. He was very smart. Right. So Chasan im Ratzalikras Kriyshma Lailu Rishona Karen. Chasan, if he wants to do Kriyshma the first night of his wedding, he can. Not anybody wants to should. It has to be that they're. Uh, they're on the madrega to do so. Meticulous. And the general minig, as a parenthetical, is that today people have a hard time being mechaving every single night of the year, so we're not mechalek between leil chasunoso and other nights. If somebody has the ability to have great concentration every night and this night, Leil Chasana, having a hard time concentrating, then they would be exempt. But if, anyway, every night, they're con- have trouble concentrating, there's no difference. So it's not going to be that, oh, who does he think he is? He's doing Krishma, Leil Chasana, so... No, he's, uh, every night doesn't have Kavana, so it's not, it's not uh, in our times. It's, uh, we don't, you don't pass information. Anyway, so... My time off. As Rashi pointed out, the, the burial of his wife uh, was, uh, of Gamliel's wife was um, during the day. And uh, he holds that Aninus Lailo is Derabonon. The Rabbanon did not make Xera for somebody that was Istanis like him, and therefore he was permitted to bathe. Uh, Tosus points out Vimtoma Hare One Nami Ainanoig Ella. One second. Uh, no, the previous one. Viika Tsar Imlohai Rochitz. It would be painful for him, it would be bothersome for him if he didn't take a bath. The whole prohibition of bathing is tainug, pleasure bathing. But if it's to avoid feeling uncomfortable, that's permitted. That's generally, I'd say, most, most bathing today, there is such a thing as pleasure bathing, but that's really the iser. I know my Rebbe uh, always told people if he, if he goes to uh, the base of Avel, Take a take a shower, take a bath if you if you need to. If you, you know, he was encouraging of that uh, in our times, not for pleasure bathing, but just for 
for comfort, that they should they should not feel uncomfortable. It's sad. Sit in the spa for a while. Uh, to, to be clean. That's the idea. Um, not not to to enjoy themselves, but to just maintain their cleanliness. Correct. Uh, yeah, and he says that's Chemash uh, Mavsechas Yumo, Mi Sheish Lachtatim Berosho, Sach Kedako, Yom Kippur, Yom Yom Kippur. Somebody has some uh, problems uh, that require anointing oil on his head, so he, he can do so. It's not. It's it's for medical reasons, for his health. It's not for pleasure anointing. Even though Sichas Kishti Yom Kippur. Which is even a more reason to be machmer that anointing is like drinking. You're not allowed to drink on Yom Kippur, but still, anointing is like drinking. Yeah, the the skin is very uh, lipophilic, and you'll get plenty of uh, of absorbed oil. And oh, that's interesting. Which skin drinks the oil? If it's not Pleasure breathing, it is permitted. Uh oh, here's trouble. Okay, so here, Slaves and maidservants, you don't uh, do the standard morning rites of uh, passing the mourners through uh, a wall of people of Ashura on either side. We don't do the whole Avelis uh, procedures for the loss of slaves and maidservants. Once there was uh, a story that the, the maidservant of Rabbi Eliezer died, they came in as students to be Menachem Avel. Once he saw them coming, for this purpose, he ran away, he went up to the to the loft. They followed after him. They were not going to be so easily deterred. Sounds like a Keystone Cops movie. <laughs> they kept chasing him. Finally, I thought that you guys would be sensitive even to warm water. The Achshav but now, I see that you don't, uh, you're not burned even by scalding water, super hot water. Didn't I teach you? There's no availus by slaves and maidservants. What should be said uh, was the appropriate response? Like you say to a person who's lost his, his ox or his donkey. May God restore to you your loss. That's what you also say if he has lost his slave or maidservant. May God restore to you what you have lost. So that's interesting that uh, Ben Yoyota points out once you are supposed to say that, and that is what he said, I taught you that, so why did he run away? Uh, why didn't he just assume they're coming to say that? Right? Maybe just more playing hide and seek. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, that apparently he understood they were coming for Nicholas Avelin, not just to say. And what's 
that what's behind that he's on running away? He's, he's not running to tell them this. He's running away from them. Yeah, he's running away from them. I, I would suspect that he, even though there's no Dina Velos, it, it, he doesn't want to be Mavaze. He doesn't want to, uh, to, to, in this context, outright make a declaration there is no Avelos. He, he, he doesn't want to do that, so he'd rather just move away to hint that there's no Avelos. There's a human being that died over here. Right, so he's he just wants to downplay it without making a, a loud announcement that sounds callous. Really, um, Israel was very subtle about that, certain things until he had no choice and he saw it there, just not getting the hint. So then he had to really let them have it. Um, <laughs> so how come you don't? Ha- how come if you have a slave, Canaanite slave, to the level of Ramban, little slave, Tavi, you wouldn't? mourn him as important as he was in all aspects of Ramban Gamil's life. Regular slave, you know, maidservant, um, Canaanite slave, just does his job. I can see that. But somebody who's really important, there's no eulogy. So that's that's actually a debate. It's a, it's a great question. How, how do we how do we deal with this Gamara? We, we we have the teaching of Ramban Gamil. And we have him um, not seeming to follow his teaching. A few cases here. So let's just turn back a second. Look at Tosus. Um, what does Tosus say? Maisa um, Rangamaliel. The third Tosus down. This is not a story that undermines the teaching. If he's a great person and can actually focus himself to have kavana during Krishna, he is not trying to boast. He really can do Krishna. He's not trying to make a scene. So do it. Do Krishna. What time that slave has the same din as a woman when davening or there's no time about mitzvah for that, right? That is correct. So, so here Tosus says it's not a maisa lister. Tosus goes out of his way to say that whatever Rabbi Gamaliel's teaching and then what seems to be not follow through says no, he, he is, he's an exception. But it's not that the story undermines himself. Now Tosus doesn't say that over here. Tosus doesn't say by this one, it's not my solista. In fact, the Gemara seems to understand it is my solista, depending on your girsa. So, um, what what is the story over here? Um, by by uh, accepting Tanachumen for uh, doing the procedure of, of mourning for a slave... Uh, the the Rambam just paskins quietly, just says you don't do it. Um, <laughs> How should you get out there? Yeah. Okay. He says, No eulogies for them. You don't have the other Avelus. God restore what was lost to you. 
you had a loss. I think I restored to you. On the side over here, it says this is actually a, a big debate in, in the poskim. The Ramban in Tarsa Aldam says that ain't Allah to Ram Gamil. Gamil was wrong. The ain't Makamantan Khumin, Afilo al Evid Kosher. Even on, Tabi Abdul is saying it's Maisa Listar. Ram Gamil loses. His teaching is correct, what he did is wrong. That's what Ramban says. Wow. Nachmanis. Aval, Kitsu Piskerosh, the Rush disagrees with Ramban. In Brochus, he says, Mechabla. He says, no, it's not my Lister. So we have the Tosa. I'm not sure if the Tosa agrees with the Ramban because he goes out of his way to tell you earlier it's not my Lister, but over here, not. Was this, one the, was this one of the items that were done to get Ramban Gamaliel <coughs> kicked out of his job no. and brought back? Or no, no, just, just, no. Just... It's private Anahabas. Private Anahabas. Not, not an issue of the cover of Yeshua. Not, not because of that. So... <coughs> The uh, the Ramah does bring down that a person can be misabel on somebody they're not chayiv in avelos, and we do find the idea that a person be misabel for their talmud could be it was his talmud. So mm. the, the, there's no avelos prescribed, but he's allowed to be an avelos. Talmudim are like sons, so is is even though an evet has no yichus, there's no pedigree, no familial connection per se, but as a student, uh, he would be entitled uh, to uh, do Anhaga of Avelus, uh, particularly if he's called Rabbi Tavi, as we saw earlier. Yeah, yeah. So he's a student that achieved proficiency. Adam Kasher, uh, more than a, a standard Kasher, really, a, a Chacham. Tanya Idah Chavana Shogh Ain. Rabbi Yossi says, if he was a good slave, then you do give more than just may God restore your losses. You give a little hespid. What's the hespid? Say he was a good man, he's trustworthy, and he derived benefit, he enjoyed from his labor. He enjoyed the fruits of his labor. He enjoyed his labor. That, that's a shavach, a praise for the uh, an evet kosher. Amrulo, they says Rabbi Yossi, im You give such a great hesped for this evet, such a great eulogy for him. What have you left for for somebody who's a kosher, not an evet? You, you've already stolen the show. You've given such a wonderful hesped. This is a good hesped for somebody who's kosher. Uh, so better not to say that for an evad save something good to say about somebody who's kosher so you want like a four star eulogy instead of a five star eulogy uh, the uh, it's interesting that how in Yelp how much it's considered a, a, a great eulogy that he was ish tov tov is shalim a good man namon trustworthy nanamigio and enjoyed his labor from his labor the marsha says that he quotes the Gemara earlier, that press, that somebody who's Nana Megio, that, that he's uh, derives benefit from his labor, is considered in some ways greater even than the Yerushalayim, which is Fliat Summa. What does that mean? Uh, in, in what way? Masha says that, that he doesn't need to dip into his spiritual reward because 
he he labored in this world also, so he was able to to save up, so to speak, from somebody who was just your shemaim, but uh, like Rebbeim Mendoza needed to to get the uh, golden leg from his heavenly table oh, yeah. down in this world, but he sent that back. But the idea being that that you got to pay your way somehow, and if you can cover yourself by, by your own labor, that's that's even better. So then, then it begs the question: Does yeah. one not Dafka not do a hespid for a Russian gomor? Certainly, a, yeah, for sure. We're saying even he's an avid kosher, he don't do a hespid to leave something for a kosher. <laughs> I still think we should have done something for that guy. I mean, but Vodashai Marina, I mean, it says, King Solomon says, uh, is rejoicing in the, lo- the loss of the wicked. No, that's, uh, what he does say, uh, that everybody agrees to, and that's what Shulchanach says, somebody loses a, a slave, they say, like, Shor, Hamor, may God restore your losses. He suffered a financial setback. Whatever it is, maybe he helped you in some ways that were beyond finances, but still, may, may God help you in other ways. Yeah, restore what you lost. Uh, yeah, that's why I showed Harold Paskins. Time was over here. Uh, I think I have a time for relate. Okay, we did we did do a daft from where we started though. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs>